What's what's on Julio's card sports? What's what's on Julio's card spreads? What's what's on Julio's card and parlays? I'm not really sure what else you could ask for in a gambling podcast. Week week one, giving out winners to the Barracuda Championship. Mm-hmm. Check. Week two, Josh Goodson comes on, and what what do we have here? A first round leader, Russell Henley Scratcher. So again, if you're in in this space, this gambling space, <laughs> and and what else do you want out of a podcast other than ahead of time getting a winner and a first round leader? You're welcome. Is that what should I, is that what I, mean, I should say? Is that what we should say? We both won last week. You had a productive week, more productive than I did, but you had a productive week. I, I'm I'm ecstatic that you hit your first round leader legitimately this time because it helped me actually, <laughs> as opposed to just when you're rubbing it in my face that you've hit a first round leader. I, I got very, we'll talk about it last week. I got very close to sending out a very early folks. Yes. Cause my guy, yes. Steven Yeager was like six under through six. And then I don't, he must've fell apart on the back, but it was very close to getting, um, even bigger payout, but no, it's um, it's always good to hit a first round leader because you have the bankroll for the rest of the weekend. Yeah, you're done. You know what you're doing by five o'clock on Thursday. Perfect. Uh, all right, let's see if I can make this a little bit zoomier. Um, so here's your card from last week. You're plus six seventy nine. Uh, Davis Thompson so close to getting that top twenty. Mm-hmm. Does not come home. Justin Suh didn't make the cut. Adam Scott did mm-hmm. for bookkeeping purposes. Here, uh, there were eleven players in the top ten. Mm-hmm. Which means we take ten, we divide it by eleven, then we multiply it by what you could have won. Sure, gets us to two fifty four. Aberg did not come home, although he did play much better than he did when I picked him. <laughs> Russell Henley did, so that gives us back one thousand twenty five for that. And then the other uh, twelve first round leaders were minus three hundred, which gets us to a nice tidy plus six seventy nine for the Wyndham Championship. We go through my card now. I only had three bets last week because I deferred to you. Yeah. Because you are better at first round leaders than I am. <laughs> so I deferred to you. Uh, Alex Smalley, the member, did not make the cut. Didn't play poorly. <laughs> Didn't play poorly, right. but did not make the cut. Uh, I think there was too much hometown pressure there. Brendan Todd did make the top 10. Played mm-hmm. well. Again, though, there were 11 in the top 10. So that 490 gets reduced to 445. Denny Mack, uh, in spite of me cheering him on in his practice round on Wednesday, did not make the cut. <laughs> Did not make the cut. Do you think you put too much pressure on him? I don't know if 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 I put too much pressure on him or if he's putting too much pressure on himself. He's kind of sort of in the tank. I think right he's now. done. And we talked about this last week. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I, I kind of sort of feel bad, but I was just trying to encourage sure. him. Sure. Right? I don't think you did anything wrong. So the previous week, I had Ludwig Aberg and Lucas Glover to win because Lucas Glover has been molten hot. Obviously, so has Aberg. Mm-hmm. Glover, of course, ends up winning the Wyndham right. Championship. You'd think I'd learn from my picking a guy a week early. Maybe we can apply some of that logic. To this week, we have the FedEx St. Jude Championship. Mm-hmm. This is the first of the playoff events. So there's only 70 players in the field. Mm-hmm. This is a TPC course. No York- cut. And there is no cut. Remember that. That's, and I think that's important when it comes to these top 20 plays and top 10 plays. So we are in a TPC course. but I, I And I want to go through our first round leaders, which will be yours. Okay. Top 20, top 10. And I'm going to pick, try to pick two winners this week okay. because 
I'm also getting into, into a gambling conundrum, which we can potentially talk through here this week on Picks and Pizza. But first, just last week on mm-hmm. Picks and Pizza, we had talked about you don't mind dumping the Gatorade early. No, I don't. Like when you have a first round leader and there's like three holes left, you live to send the folks text with the eyeball emojis. Like you, you have zero problems jinxing anything. Correct. I, on the other hand, I won't even talk to people. <laughs> you'll be, you'll be texting me being like, oh, so-and-so looks good. And I'm like, no response. Yeah. I will not even no. respond to you because I, I have no time for your bullshit when it comes <laughs> to that. Okay. I think, I think Justin Thomas would like to have a word with Jim Nance. Oh God. Because clearly we had a situation this week where the Gatorade was dumped and the clock was not at zero. So let me see if I can pull this up because if I'm JT, I'm like on the phone today with Jim Nance being like, Hey, Hey, buddy, (laughs) what what was this all about? Why why are you trying to jinx me? All right. Let's see if I can get it from the beginning. For Eagle. Keep going. Hello, Memphis. <laughs> Hello, Memphis. No. So he eagles the par five um, 15th. And now he's at number 70, which was the cutoff to make right. Memphis this week, which, of course, he did not make Memphis this week because then he had a very manageable par three, which he ended up not scoring well on. Mm-hmm. Then he has the 17th, which I think he scrambled for par. Maybe up to par. So then he needed a birdie on well, he, 18. He, potentially, he could have got in with help. Right. But yes, a birdie probably would have solidified yes. it going into 18. So That's correct. now he's on 18, which is a, a par 5 for the members because there's like a little creek down right. at the bottom. And for the for the pros, though, it's par 4. Mm-hmm. It's like a 505 mm-hmm. par 4. Hits an errant tee shot. Now he's in the pine straw. Hits this amazing shot out of the pine mm-hmm. straw to get to the front of the green. But now he needs to chip in. Well, just so happens to be Justin Thomas. And he's got a chance at that. Mm-hmm. Hits the pin. Lips out. Ends up at number 71. And all I can think of was, Jim was on fifth, the 15th hole. Jim Nance on the CBS broadcast going, hello, Memphis. Yeah. I would have been like, brutal, sir. Get your mouth off of my ball. Don't you dare talk to me during this. Brutal. And he was even, uh, when they had the rain delay, Justin Thomas was tweeting, like, fingers crossed. Because uh, <laughs> I think he needed, yeah, like, he a few, needed like somebody to few, fall out of the top the ten. Or yeah. something like that. Or he needed someone else to win other than Lucas Glover. I think if Billy Horschel had won yeah, or something could, like it that, also would have helped the, the math would have changed. But, yeah, a tough, tough way not to make the playoffs for Justin Thomas, for sure. But there are times when you text the G4 group and say, they're just like us. Usually that's when there's like a missed putt or a, yeah. a shank shot. But just like us, man, don't don't be dropping that Gatorade until the clock hits all zeros. All right, let's get into our, our FedEx picks. Okay. And I mentioned this is a TPC course, par 70. I don't know how much you care about this. I went into all this stuff during the 3M Open. Right. And it it got me nowhere because Lee Hodges won <laughs> the 3M and 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 quite frankly quite easily uh, from start to finish. But one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight. I'm counting eight TPC stops mm-hmm. so far this year. The first two were won by Scotty Scheffler. Well, oh look at that! Look who's the favorite this week. Scottie and I Scheffler. get it; he's the number one player right. in the world. I understand that. Um, 
but he's already won twice on a TPC setup. Now, that was way early in the season. Mm-hmm. His odds, though, to win this event, six to one. Like, help me explain this. Help me help me understand how it could be just six to one. Well, for, for perspective, I think in the, the majors, he was still, what, nine or ten to one? Yeah. So it's not... It, it's not which would have been of, a 154 or 156 yeah, field. There's only 70 people in this field. Okay. Which cutting off half of the competition. You're cut, Okay. There's there's not so if you think Lee, of it that way, Lee, then maybe Lee Hodges be, is in this field, but there's not a lot of other Lee Hodges rolling right. out there, you know, so gonna birdie their brains out. Maybe if you think of it that way, he would be a 12 to 1 favorite in a, sure. in a full field. Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, do you do you think any of this is related to his TPC performances or no? Uh, I think it's or that. Am I, or am I, I justifying this? No, I think there's part of that. I think he's the best player in the world. Um, and weirdly enough, we've seen this in years. If you go look at, back at the playoff results, sometimes playoff results don't mirror m- major results. The guys that we think should do stuff in the majors, yeah, who maybe underperformed. And it's hard to say Scotty underperformed in majors because he had what three top tens. Like he had three top tens right. except for right. the, but like he didn't win. And I think everybody expected him to win at well, least he, one. Yeah, he hasn't won since the players this year. And he's been in the top, well, he had been in the right. top 12 until so I think the, there's the a, Open Championship. Playoffs, it's, it's kind of, it's not a new season, but it's something different. They're playing for, now it's just about the money. Yes. B- bunch of money. A, and a lot of money. <laughs> getting back. And I think, um, I could, I could see him having a very good week this week with maybe the, the, you have you didn't win a major. What's going on? You've been off a few weeks. I like. I actually, I might would take him to be honest with you, which sounds okay. crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, I just hate the odds. That's all. But you like, I no, woke up this morning me, thinking but, I was going to drive hate, to Virginia. But you hate the. Why do you hate the odds? Because they're the payout. You don't think the payout's justified? And sometimes, some point, you just need to look at it and be like, "This is a team that's going to win. This is the payout if they do so." Right. And you just have to do like uh, when Tom Brady was with the Patriots and their futures to win the yeah. NFC East for years and years and years were probably awful. The, the odds weren't great. You know, they were getting no value. AFC East. Yeah, yeah. AFC East. You probably should just take, you know, lay the money. There's still a value in winning. <laughs> take the win. The value is in winning. Exactly. Okay. All right. We'll get back to that discussion here in a minute. Uh, let's start with some top 20 choices. Again, okay. we've got only... 70 players in this field. So the odds even to finish in the top 20 are not like, even as like last week with Brendan Todd mm-hmm. plus 490, not really on the board here for the, some of the players that right. we're going to want to take. Sure. Uh, but let's curious. Give me your first pick top 20 finish for, Oh no. Yeah. Let's do top 20. And we'll go back and do the FRS. That's fine. Um, I kind of u- using a little bit from last week to make it to next week's BMW championship, you have to be in the top 50 okay. of the FedEx cut. So 20 guys are going to be gone. No cut. Um, I didn't look at the math, but I'm just assuming a guy like Thomas Dietrich, he's going to be my top 20 pick. He's okay. He's a um, couple reasons. He's 52 currently in the FedEx cup. He doesn't have to go win this week to make it the next week, but he probably needs to, he needs to jump a couple people and to get there. Top 20 will likely do it. He, I think he's plus three thirty. To do so, and something else that's going on behind the scenes too is that this year's unique. It's a Ryder Cup year. Okay. Uh, the way that the European teams and U.S. teams kind of do it are pretty similar. Um, you get points accumulated throughout the year. If you finish in the top six of points, you are automatically on the Ryder Cup. And then there's players' picks after, or captains' picks after that. 
And a lot of times the captain picks goes to the guys that are playing well at the time, right? You know, for the most part, and, and leave the Justin Thomases out of it. He's, sure. he's a unicorn. But Thomas Dietrich's right outside the top 12 um, of the Ryder Cup standings right now. Probably needs to p- put together a f- couple good uh, results to get, you know, get some looks for making the team. So I'm going to have him as a top 20 at plus 330. I like the odds on that. Uh, plus two fifty on the fan duels. So just in case you okay. you see it, if you and, shop around, I'm using yeah. the yeah the lines or plus two fifty on the fan duel. That's just, fine because you know we're making a naked attempt at trying fan duel to be fair <laughs> enough sponsor of this program. Uh, but D three plus two fifty. All right. Um, last week I was burned by Alex Smalley because I was like, hey, he's a member. Hey, he's been playing well. Mm-hmm. Hey, he's gonna do well in the Wyndham. And I think he was one under. Didn't make the cut. So it's not like he played poorly in one day where it was, I think he, he played two basically normal rounds of golf, sure. which isn't going to fly when other people are shooting a 62. Though. Correct. So it doesn't make the cut, probably feeling a little bit of that stress of all those people being there, a little bit of that pressure. Right. Just as I gave up on Lucas Glover too early, I am not going to give up <laughs> on Alex Smalley too early because I feel like I'm usually a week early on golfers. Okay. okay. So you're so, you're like using your own your own single uh, gambling weirdness yes. to validate this uh, this decision. Okay. Yes. Got so I'm, it. I'm going back <laughs> to Alex Smalley for a, a top 20 okay. at plus 270. And okay. that's where I'm going with this one. So I got Alex Smalley back in the books. Let's go to the uh, first round leaders, leader after first round on this vernacular here. And these odds are much better than the winners. So I'm curious, Josh, how are you going to handle first round leaders in a week where there's only 70 golfers and we're probably not going to hit your 40 to one threshold or are we? Uh, well, I, I guess I'm just moving my threshold down okay. a little bit. So I'm, I, I kind of started at the 30 to one number. Um, and like you said, 70 guys. So there's not as many drastic odds. Ooh, there's, there, some, there's some names I see that there's you're going to take. <laughs> well, there's a few. So um, like last week, who makes a lot of birdies, course history, and who's playing well going into this. Course history guy, Bermuda Burns, Sam Burns. Sam Burns has played well here before. Uh, he finished second uh, two years ago, top 20 last year. He's 30 to one. Okay. 33. Uh, 33 to one. Yeah. I'll Look read the, the names out and you. Yeah. you okay. <laughs> this guy, next one. I'm, now, I'm, Burns, I saw in person last week because he, he was in the group with JT. Okay. Just a big kid, like way bigger than I thought. Way Justin more Thomas solid. also probably way smaller than you would think yes yeah yeah but But burns has had a weird year i feel like last year was the sam burns year yes and this year he's kind of sort of just been there correct not really having one of those dialed years he's just just another guy physically has every every tool you could possibly hope for um my next one can't quit him he could play golf on the moon tommy lad tommy fleetwood 35 uh, 35 to one is the number that I saw earlier. It looks like it's 30. Yeah. 35 or 33 to one. Is that right? 33 to one. Tommy Fleetwood to be the first round leader. I think yeah, he's 33. got, I think he's got a little bit of motivation. Um, Post open when the world was, he had had, you know, everyone on his back. Same premise as Smalley. Didn't yeah. play well. <laughs> didn't play well that final day. Um, Tommy's been a good player. I like him as a first round and he was first round leader of the open. So he's a guy that can go out there and shoot, you know, Make a bunch of birdies. Uh, and instead of my normal, like 12 or 15, I only did like seven or eight okay. because, because the field's just smaller. Sepp Straka. My guy. 
he's a guy that's played well. Uh, he won what rock? No, 3M or rocket or one of those. Uh, JD John Deere, John Deere played well at the open, trying to solidify his Ryder cup position, makes a lot of birdies 40 to one. Love that. The postman JT Poston. Balling. He's been balling. He's been playing well. Last year, last year's first round leader was uh, shot a 62. He shot 64 last year in the first round. So he's seen this course, played well before, been playing well, hasn't broken through yet. I, I like that. Uh, Siwoo Kim. Siwoo's kind of just been there too this year. Has it been like a Siwoo year? No. But he was the first round leader last year in this tournament. Shot 62. He's it's also a par 70 specialist in my opinion. Siwoo, yes. 100%. Siwoo's a 50 to 1 guy. Two more. This guy won here. Now, he won here in uh, 2013. He shot a 61 here to lead the tournament in 2021. Harry English. Harry. Ball striker. Absolute flusher. He's 55 to 1. Mm -hmm. And then my last one, guy that's made a bunch of birdies this year. I think he ranks top 10 in the PGA. Um, last year here, he was second in, in, after the first round. So, shot 63. He knows how to make a lot of birdies. Sahith. 80 oh, to one. one. Yeah. 80 to one. Those are my one, two, uh, 55 seven plays. to one. But yeah. What is it? 55 oh, to one on Sahih. I must have seen a better odd somewhere. Yes. Oh, if you scroll over on the thing, I think there's like MGM yeah. or whatever. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. 55 to one's fine. All right. There's my seven. All right. I, I don't disagree with any of those. It'll be interesting to see how it kind of holds up with a smaller field. A smaller field. It'd be done quicker because I think they're yeah. just going off. There's not a first. They are a, really slow. I, I figured that out last week when I was in Greensboro. Like, <laughs> it's like painfully slow. Because you know me, I like to me get that thing fast. going. We, we yeah, play fast. and like, yeah. But that's the difference between us. Is like they they want to make every putt, and it means so they read hundreds like both of thousands sides of, the of dollars. Yes, <laughs> and like I mean, just and you could tell like certain players are are down with, you know. Playing fast, right. keeping it moving, and understanding that yes, they they know how to read a putt. Like Jason Duffner, like was like putted it, it was like <laughs> moved over to the next tee. Yeah, it was like okay, I'm ready. Meanwhile, like you know, there, the other guys were still, still reading the green, yeah, trying yeah. to figure it out. So I could tell there's some guys who were like, eh, I've done this before, right. I'm not all that interested in it anymore. Um, all right, so I have faith in your in the Josh system. I don't know what we want to call it, but let's move over to uh, top ten. So my top 10 pick this week is going to be the player that I believe in. He's a player that's hot and he's a player. How's this for some ham fisted logic? Okay. The last par 73 um, TPC course mm -hmm. was the travelers. Okay. And he finished second there. That's the little B Brian Harmon. Of course, he then went on to win the open championship. So the question is, is he totally, satiated with his first major is he or is he still hungry to prove that that wasn't a fluke he's also a guy who was absolutely balling before the open so my question is on a par 70 course the little b is not a bomber we mm. all know this driving accuracy but he is a guy who can play on those par 70s so he's plus 360 to finish in the top 10 i like that i like that value this week even though he could be fat and happy right now sure i don't know I don't know, but he is my pick this week for top 10. Brian Harmon plus 360. Who do you have for the top 10? Uh, this guy won earlier this year. Kind of went through a weird spell in the, in the summer of just not being relevant or part of the conversation, but he's a major champion from last year. 
Matt Fitzpatrick. Okay. Plus 310. Finished top five here last year. Has some course knowledge. Uh, has played well here before. Like He had a weird stretch of that Travelers, Scottish, British of... He missed the cut in like T T fifty the other two. So yeah. Didn't really do anything. I kind of putting him on the same um, line as like Scotty Scheffler. Maybe just a reset. Like hadn't played in a while. Just get the you know we're past major season. It's time to go make, make his some brother money. played better than him his, at the Open. Yeah. Like, yeah. Not that his brother isn't a professional golfer, but but plus three ten for Matt Fitzpatrick is where I'm going for that. I guess that also gets to my question. Like, when do you know a guy is going to pop? Because I feel like we're due a Jordan Speed weekend. I mean, yeah. he, hasn't, he hasn't done anything all year. Yeah. Like, all year. He's due. Yeah. And, and if a guy's going to play, if he's going to play well, I and think of turn, him as a, these, as, a, as a par 70. These playoff events, events. These are like where the Xanders and the Cantleys like feast. These mm-hmm. playoff events. Like, there's not the. Well, Cantley from two years ago. Yeah. But there's not the. There's not the. Um, just. I think not being in major mode now and just like winning a lot of money and being top five, you know, whatever is a, a kind of a different deal. And maybe Spieth, to your point, kind of gets out of whatever's been happening this week and, um, you know, contends. You said major championship champion won earlier this year. I thought you were going to go with one of your guys, Jason Day. No. He won the Byron Nelson, which was a TPC course. Yeah. Are you? No. <laughs> no, you're the one who has a, has a knack for finding someone who who hasn't done it and it just kind of pops. Yeah. Like JT last year at the PGA. Yeah, well, no you know way. what I mean? Like that was just kind of out of nowhere. Right. He also came back from what six shots on the back nine or just something stupid. But yeah. That, yeah. I mean, he got some help, but along the way, he was there. You still, he, you still had to play, play well to get there. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's go for some winners here. Okay. Cause I feel like, I, I feel like I was on the right train and I gave up on my guy. Okay, but I, talk me out of out of Scheffler. I don't think I can. Okay, I mean, what is he this year? He had he had been top ten every event uh, before the Open. Is that right? I think or, he was top twelve. Best player. Um, wants the major season back this year for sure, but I think the playoffs. There's still some appeal to winning this playoff thing, putting a strangle on it. If he wins here, it's almost like, how are you going to... Is this is this a Josh tells Joe, wait until the first round is over? And then drive to, drive drive to Danville. Virginia? I mean, no, because what if, got... he, what if he goes out there and is two back after round one? His, his, his number won't get any better. Okay. All right. Most likely. He's been in the top 10 15 times this year. He's got two wins. Both of those are on a TPC course. Here, I'll switch to this tab and we can look at what he's done late. I guess you want to go lately? Yeah. I mean, but even before lately, like he was, he's just there. Yeah. His ball, this is a driving. So Phoenix was the TPC. Yeah. Players, TPC. Match play finished fourth, 10, 11, five. I mean, two, three, 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 four, three. And then obviously did not play well on the second and third days of the, of the uh, open championship, but was right there for the Scottish. Travelers, another mm-hmm. TPC course right there. Top four had a second round 70, which obviously hurt him. I think this is a don't overthink it pick. I, I'm I'm in, I'm in going to say that's my pick. Okay. That's my my initial pick. I, I, think I'm give a, you I, one I, more. I don't think you're like, it's still golf. He might finish second and that's a normal right. show thing to happen. Right. 
<laughs> but like if you're dying with Scotty Scheffler, like then at some point you got to take the take what the value is and just and just go for it. He's he's up there enough. Um six to one. Yeah. <sighs> uh, that's my pair. That's who I I woke up this morning. But if he was ten to one, you'd think that was great, right? I would think about that. Right. You, and he still would be like in, in if the numbers were he would just be the, the second favorite at that point instead of the favorite. All right. I'll stick give, with it. I'll give you my second pick too. Okay. And it may not make any sense because I can't quit him. He was my open championship pick. The Hove, the young Hove, Victor Hovland, 20 to one. See, now that's a nice little pop seeing as how I had 12 to one at the freaking open. 20 to one is nice for him. Well, the numbers are pretty, um, pretty like after it's, it's Scheffler, Rom, Matt McElroy. Yes. Then there's a little bit of a jump to Cantlay to Cantlay 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 and Come on. You finally listened to me. Can't I know. Is not I, winning this thing. I, you finally listened. The Hove to me. was third at uh, players. Listen here. Here are the last four winners on this course. Okay, Zally, pure Will Zalatoris, pure ball striker. ball striker. Honest Abe answer. Ball striker. A bunter and a ball striker. JT, ball striker, and then Kepka, who's a just a freak of nature in nineteen. And if you go back, Daniel Berger had that stretch where he won year after year, and he wasn't bombing it. He just right ball striker, par seventy <laughs> ball striker. That I mean, I don't know how that isn't Hove. I like it. I feel like those are two relatively safe picks, even though the the Scheffler one, the return sucks. What do you have uh, for your winners? You want are one we, or you want two? How many you want? I'll give you a. I'll give you two. Okay. Fleetwood. Tommy, he's got to win. Twenty-eight to one has never won. That's not one in the United States. U.S. soil, twenty-eight to one. Was I mean playing well? He's just he's always there. I feel like every tournament he's in, he's always there. He's around there. Twenty-eight to one. I like the value. And the other one, it's this time of year. Big tone. Big tone. Tony Finau. Where is Finau? Sneaky. A playoff like shows up in the playoffs. And 40 such. to 1. 40 to 1 to win. He obviously balled out last year in the playoffs. Yeah. He hasn't done much. Th- maybe maybe he's kind of reverse. You know how we talk about guys being in the tank? Tony's yeah. kind of been in the tank all the year. Whole year. He hasn't since he like rattled off like four wins and he six hasn't starts. really done anything. And so I think it I mean time to play for a lot of money. He's a guy that can go make a bunch of birdies and go get really go really 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 low. Um I like Tony. 40 to 1. So, do we change our philosophy next week when we get to <laughs> when there's only 50 guys <laughs> to choose from? 50? Maybe. All right. Maybe. I mean, I felt good going into last week. I felt good when I saw Denny Mack on the course. He birdied the hole I was watching. And I even told him, like, this is coming home for you. Am I not paying attention to Denny Mack? Do we. Do I need to rethink that I'm always no, re- no? I think I think you're fine. I think we I think you may have got caught up a little bit with like the course North Carolina stuff last week. But I was kind of sort of right because a Clemson guy won. Yeah, but you didn't I, say. No, I did not, <laughs> and I had him the week before. That's the that's the crazy part about Lucas Glover, because what was the stat that was going around the G four thing? He was one number one in proximity this year, but like number one fifty putting. It's yeah. just something. Well, he had the yips. Gross. And right. He switched to a, he switched to the you know the, the longer. No putter. one no one could have seen really seen. I, I don't know. I don't think you could have seen Lucas Glover winning last. Not week. after missing the cut at Correct. the 3M and after I picked him to win the 3M. So all right. Well, you want to talk about NC State football yet, or you want to save that for uh, 
Save that for another day. You feeling good about the receiver? The, the rice kid? <laughs> no, the the big recruit. Oh, uh, Taylor. Taylor. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what comes in. NIL changes everything. Um, I don't think state's going to be a team who's going to always um pay for the high school kid. Yeah. It's just not their game. A, right. they don't have the font. B, it's just it's just not their game. I'd rather have a proven player. Like I, I didn't mind Armstrong, but I think you got to play in that world a little to show bit. that you will, or a little bit. Okay, he was a local kid, so I think it was a good. I think it was a good. I think it's a good pickup and a, probably a player of need. To be honest, yeah, with you I mean, too. They like, definitely need maybe receivers. Just more skill, just more more speed, fast skill players and such. And you could, yeah, I. It was a good pickup for them, but God, college, high school kids are so weird. And NIL, who knows? But oh, I, I'm not going to go there anymore. Who knows? Who who knows what might happen? But I good pick up, and maybe he'll recruit some other kids to come join. Are me. you going to the UConn game? I am. That is the question. I am. You're not prepared for a heartbreak in the UConn game, are you? No, they're not. They're not going to lose that one. Okay. You know, you know my theory. I know your theory. When they play teams, they have better talent than they win, and that they have like better talent. Ninety percent of the time, and yeah, yeah. All right. They're not I, gonna they, they won't lose that game. I'm starting to feel better about them going seven and five. And I know you're not happy even with me <laughs> saying seven and five, but I am starting to feel better about the chances of seven and five. I just think their schedule is harder and that, well, than, and, we're, than we're talking well, about. Well, and this is where me and you we don't, I just don't see the layups. Well, this is well, this is where me and you I don't think disagrees the right it's the right word, but like neither of us are wrong. Okay. Um I think if you're trying to make a bowl having your hardest games At on home. the road. Oh, on the road. Okay. Having your hardest game, like your guaranteed losses on the road and like six winnable games at home is if if you're a team that I just want to make a bowl. Right. I think state's a little past that. Okay. And so if their aspirations are, you know what, maybe this is the year without divisions. We can afford, we can sustain the Cle- losing to Clemson and it won't like kill us. And mm-hmm. we don't have to play Florida state and all these other things. So if you think of it on that sense, having your hardest ones at home, helpful, get a little little home field okay. advantage, home cooking. I've, I, I, I love I love the home schedule. Please don't get me wrong. I think I just they're going to be. I, to I'm, I'm actually feeling better. I saw a number come out. Some of the game of the year's number came out this week. Mm-hmm. The Notre Dame number came out seven. I think State's going to beat Notre Dame. Notre Dame's favored by seven. Yeah. Wow. I think State's going to beat Notre Dame. Why? I don't think this is yet. I don't think it's the same Notre Dame team that beat uh, that they beat up on uh, that beat up on state what six seven years ago. Oh, the one that just pushed them. And around. I think that I think so, from a defensive standpoint, if we've learned anything about Tony Gibson and yeah, yeah, they lost guys, but like he has earned my. I trust that whoever's mm-hmm. behind him is going to be a player yeah. and such. So I don't think that they're going to come and run over state. Like they ran over UNC last year. Yeah. They've they run over everybody though. Right. But I, I 28 just, straight. Yeah. ACC teams. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think good. I, I just, I just think it's a good spot. Okay. Hot as crap. Home, home game. I think, I mean, I, I actually think you'll gonna, be happy if they go seven and five and pop one of those wins. Maybe. I think their biggest games are the, the two at the end of September. Virgin, the Virginia and Louisville back to back. If no, they have problems with Virginia, well, that, that, that's what I'm then, getting. Oh at. No, that, that's what I'm getting at. If they're if there's, you, we've talked about is there a path for them to get the nine or ten? And the answer is probably like how are you, how do you look at Virginia and how do you look against Louisville? If you go two and zero, oh, your things may change a little bit. And, and beating Virginia, 
Like, I mean, excuse me, beating Louisville. Yeah. That, I'm worried about that game. I'm worried about... But you're, you're, you're in on Louisville. I am. That's the thing. I, am. Yeah. I think they're going to be really good. They might. It's weird when... when it's irrational, it's, probably, well, no, It's weird when... Uh, if you're... <laughs> think, imagine a world where you would say that this team's hardest conference game is NC State. But that's where Louisville's is. I yeah. think there are other conference games that might get up there as Pitt. But from yeah, a home field advantage, like State's probably a tougher p- place to play yeah. in right now than Pitt. So absolutely state state being louisville's toughest conference game is kind of funny to me just saying that out loud but it's the truth all right well we just keep supplying winners on this podcast hopefully we'll keep that going this week because i don't want to dump the gatorade the way that jim nance did but no i feel good i'm feeling a folk i'm feeling another folks text this week i'm feeling it put it in the chamber let's do it we'll be back next week on more picks and pizza (laughs) 